Chapter 12 of The Candle and the Cat. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Candle and the Cat by Mary F. Leonard. Chapter 12 Goodbye. Trolley sat at the gatepost. If possible, he was handsomer than ever, for the frosty weather made his coat thick and fluffy. Besides this, he wore his new collar. His eyes were wide open today, and he looked out on the world with a solemn, questioning gaze. He had been decidedly upset in his mind that morning at finding an open trunk in Caro's room, and clothes scattered about on chairs and on the bed. Of course, he did not know what this meant, but to the cat mind, anything unusual is objectionable, and it made him unhappy. Finally, he stretched himself in the tray where Caro found him. "'You darling pussy!' she cried. "'Mama, do look at him. I believe he wants to go home with us. I wish we could take him.' But Mrs. Holland said one little girl was all the traveling companion she cared for. "'It wouldn't do, dear. He would be unhappy on the train,' she added. "'I don't know what I should have done without him. He and my candle were my greatest comforts.' except Grandpa, and Caro put her cheek down on Trolley's soft fur. "'What am I to do without my little candle?' her grandfather asked. "'Why, you can have the cat,' Caro answered merrily. No wonder Trolley's mind was disturbed that morning with such a coming and going as went on, people running in to say goodbye, and Aunt Charlotte thinking every few minutes of something new for the traveler's lunch, tickling his nose with tantalizing odors of tongue and chicken. It was over at last. Trunks and bags were sent off. Aunt Charlotte was hugged and kissed, and then Trolley had his turn. And the procession moved, headed by the President. "'Goodbye, Trolley. Don't forget me,' Carol called, walking backwards and waving her handkerchief. When they were out of sight, Trolley went and sat on the gatepost, and thought about it. After a while, he jumped down and trotted across the campus with a businesslike air, as if he had come to an important decision. He took his way through the Barrow's Orchard to the Grayson Garden, where there was now a well-trodden path through the snow. Miss Grayson and her brother were sitting in the library. They had been talking about Caro when Walter, glancing toward the window, saw a pair of golden eyes peering in at him. "'There is Trolley,' he said, and called Thompson to let him in. Trolley entered as if he was sure of a welcome, and walking straight to Miss Elizabeth, sprang into her lap. And from this on, he became a frequent visitor at the Graysons, dividing his time, in fact, about evenly between his two homes. And thus, an unfortunate quarrel, which had disturbed the peaceful atmosphere of Charmington, and separated old friends, was forgotten, and the President often remarked it was all owing to the candle and the cat. The End Of The Candle and the Cat by Mary F. Leonard